Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, guys! Thanks for coming back here and joining us here on AfterBuzz, talking Star Wars Rebels, Episode 7, Gathering Forces. Wait, Gathering Forces? Don't even Four? start. Oh, no, nope. okay, nope. you're done. Oh. We've just started and you're already done. <laughs> oh, sorry guys. I had to. They're using the Force and they're <laughs> gathering forces. I would never have gathered that. Oh, look, you did it too. Ah, uh, dang it, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dang it. Oh, it's All rubbed right. off. It's contagious. Oh, so good. All right. Welcome back, guys. We're doing it a little early this week because of the holidays and whatnot, but, you know, it all works. Uh, this is actually the last episode until we come back after the holidays, like after Christmas and after the new year. So, so January is the next new yeah, episode. Yeah, January the 5th is the next episode. Uh, Path of the Jedi is what that one's called. And Ooh. that's why they left us that nice little, oh, here's information. You don't get to know it. Right. Okay, they're making us. They're making us wait around. Before we get started. Sure we come back. I had a question I saw. Somebody left us a question on um, our iTunes oh. uh, comments. They asked us. He said it was just a simple question, but he, wa- he was wondering. The guy's, uh, sorry. The commenter was uh, Bun Papa. Thanks, Bun Papa, for your comment. <laughs> Bun Papa. Um, why does Kanan put his lightsaber together? And, you know, I kind of wondered that question myself. But I'm thinking it has something to do with he wants to carry it around, but he doesn't want it to be obvious like a lightsaber. And I know no one ever really has done that before. And I tried to look it up online. I couldn't really find anything about it. So my only guess is... He keeps it in pieces, so if people see it, he goes, oh, uh, whatever, it's just a bunch of junk I'm carrying. I was thinking maybe it was, like, kind of a safety device. Maybe. Like, it wouldn't fully function until he put it all together, but I guess well, that's I mean, not that's, true either. Yeah, I mean, that's... It wouldn't fully function, I mean, but no looks, other Jedi carries that around like that. It looks really cool when he puts it together. Mm. I think it's as simple as that. <laughs> well, and it could be an I'm not really a full Jedi. I'm not really supposed to be carrying this weapon around, but I will use it if I need to. Well, so it could well be right, that, that, that goes into my theory of him being like incognito Jedi where he's carrying a lightsaber, but he's not. Because if someone ever saw a lightsaber on his hilt, they'd be like, whoa, hey, 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 what is that? And he might get reported to the Empire. Might. That and then he'd have to shoot first and yeah, that's all sorts not good. of other things. Um, and a quick few other shout-outs on uh, YouTube there. We had a commenter named Daniel S. that said he loved our after show and loved listening to it all the time. Aww, so thanks. Aww, Daniel. Uh, Thank you. I couldn't pronounce your last name and I did not want to mess it up, so I'm just calling you Daniel S. You know who you are. Uh, and then we also had Slade the Deathstroke who told us we had a good show. And also we see a lot of comments from the Baron of Hell. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Baron, Baron of, of Hell. Baron of Hell is on like all of the shows that I'm on. Hey, he good. is a great Maybe he human likes you. being. Following you around. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he's just an AfterBuzz fan and oh. I happen to coincide. Well, thanks for watching anyways. Yeah, yeah you all guys right. rock. Yeah. So let's get into this. Woo! We start off right where we left off last time. 
We got TIE fighters chasing down ghosts flying around in space. Hera's going, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> Why do we got all the attention all of a sudden? Why are we more popular today? Yeah, exactly. And they were like, well, it might be because we have this guy who has tons of information on the Empire. That explains that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they're all jumping into places. Chopper's knocked out. So Zeb is jumping into his spot. And we have um, Ezra is still kind of like trying to shake Sibo down for some more information and Sabine's kind of running around all crazy. Everybody's going crazy right now because they're all getting shot at. And Sibo says that um, he gets Sibo to snap out of it from in. Sibo says that the troopers came in and he was afraid like of them and he couldn't save Ezra's parents and then he also couldn't raise Ezra because he was just like afraid. Um, Ez gets really mad. He calls him a coward. He says he failed him. He failed his parents. He'll <laughs> never forgive him. And, well, and I, I have unresolved trauma. Yeah. Well, and I liked, you know, uh, just that moment where Sabine is like, well, did you hear him? He says he knows what happened to your parents. And Ezra was like, I already know what happened to them. They're dead. Right. And, and I liked that because that was, you know, it's, he explains that that's how that's, that he was able to keep going. He couldn't believe that anybody would swoop in and save him. He wouldn't have been able to survive. That's true. Yeah. He doesn't want to believe it because if he believed it, then he, yeah, he'd be running around just relying on that instead of relying on his ability to save himself. Well, and it hurts too much to believe in something for which the odds of it coming true are that low. Right. Once the Empire gets someone, they don't usually come back. Right. You get your hopes up, you're going to get knocked down. So I get it. You know, I get it. It sucks, but... Yeah, there's, oh man, what what show was that? There's a show where they say, like, if you always keep your hopes very low, you'll always be happy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you keep them very high, you're always going to be upset. My dad, that's that's my dad's motto going into, like, shows, like, to, to plays and musicals. Oh, okay. He's like, if you keep your expectations low, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> then so. you have no enthusiasm. <laughs> Well you well you do when it turns out really good. Yeah, then you're all then you're all happy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So um Hera calls in Ezra to come into the cockpit because the nav computer's down and they can't jump into hyperspace. Um and she tries to fix it, but Chopper's not there and Ezra doesn't know what's going on, but I guess Sebo hears and he runs in and he's like, We gotta you, he says something like, uh hyperspace is the best way to travel, you know, like, through space. <laughs> oh, thanks, Sebo. So he like just Plugs in hyperspace coordinates into the computer without even fixing anything. Just well, he fixes it. Yeah, in like three and a half seconds yeah, flat. Right, and then boop boop boop, and away we go. Boom, straight into hyperspace. So he kind of saved the day there. Um, and then what, what? Oh yeah, he tells them that. Oh, they can probably track you guys. Like they're, he's like they're tracking you, and they're like they can't track people through hyperspace. And they're like, comes out a schematic. It's a good thing having him around because he knows all of these secret empire tricks. Well, yeah. and two minutes ago we saw the Inquisitor fire that from his super special right. awesome Tie fire. Yes. Can I just say that I love the visual of the Inquisitor in his helmet with his eyes shining through? Yeah, like because it's it's just a very slight thing, but you're like you can see his eyes through that. And that's yeah. Really Really cool. He's a Cylon. I swear he's related to the villain from Mulan. <laughs> you think so? Help me with the name. I cannot remember. Shan Yu. Shan Yu. Oh, because of those yeah, crazy eyes. Those eyes. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, <laughs> maybe. That's. I mean, it's all Disney now. Well, Star Wars <laughs> did take place a long time ago. 
So maybe he went to <laughs> another galaxy. Now that I've completely derailed our and... conversation. <laughs> I, I think that's a teeny bit of a stretch. Well, Just a teensy one. Okay, it's yeah. Disney. It's, it's all connected. <laughs> it could happen. Moving on. All right. So they fired. Yeah, yeah you're right. The Inquisitor fired the uh, tracking device onto the ship. Sebo's uh, telling him, oh, hey, they can track you guys. Uh, he shows them what it looks like. They fix Chopper, and Chopper wakes up freaking out, <laughs> swinging his arms all around, going crazy. And Hera's like, relax. Like, you've only been out for a few minutes. Like, chill. <laughs> he probably thought he'd been out for, like, years or something. He's like, they turned me off and didn't bother to fix me. <laughs> Is it sad that I kind of want a cho- uh, Chopper backstory now? Yeah. No, I think we all do. I'm telling you, he works for the Empire. <laughs> Really? I think so. I think you he's think trying he's to. You think he's a spy? He's trying to kill them all. Are you being facetious? He tried to. He tried to kill Ezra, t- 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 like two or three times now. Just yeah, because- but can you blame him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you really blame him? Some days it's just like, why are you our main character? I mean, I At one point, wonder- he pushed him off of a ship like, by throwing stuff at him, and like he almost fell to his death. So did Zeb. I, I feel like Chopper is in some ways a five-year-old. He sees someone doing something and he wants to join in and play along and doesn't understand that there are limits and lines that you really shouldn't cross. So, oh, hey, we're throwing things at him. Oh, I can do that, too. Let me do that. I throw things really good. And there he goes. I think of him like as the exact opposite because he's such an older model. He just comes off like a grumpy old man to me. That doesn't mean he has emotional maturity. You kids, get off my lawn! <laughs> I want to see you anymore, throw you off. I'm going to throw you off the ship. I don't know. I, he, That's trying, just how he is. He's him. just set in his ways. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Oh, wait! <laughs> so they make Ezra scan the ship for the tracking device. They find it, and it's luckily it's on the Phantom, which is the little ship that docks into Ghost. And Kanan has a crazy idea. He's like, <laughs> we're going to detach that ship. And they're like, what? You're going to detach while in hyperspace? Which I even thought, what? That sounds crazy. How, how are you going to pull that off? Yeah. Sure, why not? I was, I was almost expecting this to end with just an explosion. Series over. Because yeah. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> I imagine hyperspace kind of like a wormhole where, like, you know, it's just kind of like a shortcut through space. And as you're flying through it, um, everything's whipping around and it's bending space and time or whatever and they they use the hyperdrive in their ships to be able to like make this happen and it kind of looks like that just with the the effect that's used with the way it's elongated before yeah it disappears. right exactly it's kind of like that and they're, i think they're you know supposed to be traveling near the speed of light or whatever and it's kind of like what a wormhole kind of does and it's like driving through one and then all of a sudden just whoof, tucking out of it like <laughs> what is gonna happen like that sounds crazy well, it's like going 90 on the freeway and then taking an exit at full speed yeah or like a two, like you know, almost light speed on the freeway, and then taking an exit. Okay, I was going for a metaphor that some people could relate to. Although, if you're in LA, you've probably never gone 90 on a freeway. No, no way. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy talk. Oh, I meant traffic, not 3 a.m. Oh yeah, I've never tried that. I should. <laughs> that would be 405 weird. on like a holiday morning at like 3 a.m. Oh, don't do it on the 405. Do it out on like the 10 or something. Do it. Ooh, do it on something that goes yeah. into the don't boonies. do it at all. Like, <laughs> don't do the it speed all. limit. That's <laughs> and a... certainly don't admit to it on, uh... on the internet. <laughs> speed limits are kind of suggestions. They're on the freeway. <laughs> yeah. Actual rules. <laughs> all right. Anyways, <laughs> so that they have that nice little yeah. Moving on. So they they have this crazy idea that they're going to just detach the ship. And Kanan wants to do it near the old 
um, Clone Wars bases in the asteroid field where we have been before, and they have the I think they're called Fearnox, not Frynox, as we said before, because it's where spelled, there's a portal to hell. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. All the little hell spawn come out. F I R N O C K. I think that's Fearnox, maybe or Firenox or something. I don't know. We're I don't know. I, the commenters would, will tell us. I yeah. would buy Fearnox because those things are just, scary. Well, yeah. they don't look like them, but they remind me a lot of the creatures from Pitch Black. Oh, yeah. Um, just because they can't, like, deal with the sunlight. Mm-hmm. They look like a cross between those and, like, evil gremlins, I suppose. Yeah, they're creepy little things. They all got fed after midnight. So, I guess so. Candy wants to go down there, and you're like, okay, what's up with that? Who knows? But when they start getting down there, um, oh, this was the coolest part, by the way. To me, this was awesome. When they actually did detach and go through hyperspace, that was awesome. That <laughs> yeah. was a cool scene. I had never seen anything like that before. Yeah, uh, I know. That was something new. Yeah, that was awesome. Because you saw them going through the effect of the hyperspace, but like like coming out of it like really forcefully instead of normal where they just, when they slowed right out of it. Uh, so that was Really cool. You see the ship all flying around all over the place, and Kanan's like, colors ah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, I honestly thought they were going to die, and that Harrow is going to be our main character from here on. Yep. In. Yeah, Kanan and Ezra are dead. <laughs> Show's over, guys. They no. died that day. <laughs> Let's follow the rest of the crew. So I like it right when they, I mean, all that craziness goes through, and they barely make it out. They did, I think, almost die. And oh, Kanan, yeah. Kanan goes. That was the easy part. It wouldn't be a Canaan plan <laughs> if near death weren't the cornerstone. And after that, and this is the whole reason why they detached together, Canaan and Ezra, is because he knew that the Inquisitor not only was tracking them with a tracker, but he was also tracking them through the Force because he could sense them and he was like keeping up with so like. Even if they had been able to detach it and just, you know, leave it. It wouldn't have tricked them for very long because yeah. the Inquisitor would have been like, mm, they're not really there. Keep going. Um,. I still feel like they could have got away, but... It, it might have bought them a little it, time, but it was a short-term solution to right, a long-term exactly, problem. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so they go down, and they think we're going to lure him down there, and maybe we can try and take care of him or something. So they go down there, and uh, this part was funny, too. Can, uh, Ezra says, can we go over the plan again? And <laughs> Kanan says, I never told you what the plan was. <laughs> so, <laughs> the audience is just like, pause it. i got to go get popcorn. <laughs> Seriously, just... Continue. Well, and that just seems to be the kind of going theme with Kane. Yeah, I love Kane to me. He's such a cool, like, just, he's like a rogue Jedi, cowboy Jedi, like, just, eh, Who just flies sort of knows pants. what he's doing. Yeah. But you know that <laughs> if he had told people half of his plans before they got started, 90% of the time they'd just be like, <laughs> yeah, you're no. crazy. Yeah, they'd that. be like, we're, there's no way. Yeah, there's exactly. absolutely no way you're going to kill us all. <laughs> and now it's like, we're here. You're stuck with me. Yep. Better get it do done. Do your plan. Here's the plan is he wants Ezra <laughs> do not. There is to... no try. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Don't do not. There's no try. He's already we told us We are removing that. the try from the situation entirely. Always. <laughs> Pretty much with Kanan, it's just do. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a choice. It is not even do or do way. not. It's do or die. <laughs> just do or you're dead. So they get there. And he wants Ezra to connect with the Fearnox like he was trying to make him connect with that little creature on Lothal. Um, you weren't able to connect with the tabby cat, so let's put you in front of the saber-toothed tigers and see if it works a little better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baptized by fire, you know? There's only one way to do it. Uh, so, do or die. Yeah. So they, <laughs> Ezra's like, oh, wait, what? I can't do that. No, 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 no. I'm scared. Can't do it. He even says, like, I'm scared. I can't do it. But that's when Kenny says, hey, look. 
first step of being scared, admitting you're scared, and you did it. So that's more that's more brave than a lot of people can even admit it. So because he told him earlier that if he wants to be a Jedi, he has to be honest with himself. Mm-hmm. And that makes a lot of sense because like, you can't like you can't tap into like the force and use it to do all these other things if you can't even be honest with yourself. So that makes sense. Um, so he gets out there and he's trying to these creatures are all now swarming <laughs> him. And I love this part where he's one with the force, one with the force, one with the force, one with the force. <laughs> Nothing's happening. <laughs> they just get, get closer. And um Kanan jumps down and he's like, Ezra, you're not being true to yourself. You gotta, you gotta admit, like, you gotta be true. What's wrong? Blah, blah, blah. And he admitted to being afraid to knowing the truth about his parents. Have your emotional revelation now. Yes. Or we're all gonna die. Exactly. He says, I'm afraid to know. And through the force, he even said he was sorry to Sebo all the way, wherever they were, flying through hyperspace at the same time. And that, like, released, like, all that built up emotion and stress and whatever and then he was able to boom connect well because yeah at the very top of the episode he says he'll never be able to forgive him Mm -hmm. so that that can't be great to hear if you've just come clean to somebody right yeah (laughs) so he does and now they turn around and every single one of those creatures sitting there like a little puppy dog (laughs) just looking at him like what are we gonna do hey what do you need us for hi hi can we play yeah yeah exactly and this was a cool part right after that we go back Harris docking with a ship. I was like, hey, look at that ship. Hmm. What's going on? And she docks with someone named Fulcrum. Mm Mm-hmm. From a couple episodes ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Harris' secret contact. And even, like, Zeb and Sabine were like, can we meet Fulcrum this time? She's like, no. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, kids, you stay in the car. I'll let you have the radio on, but I need to go in the gas station and pick up supplies. (laughs) Uh, That ship looked familiar to me. If anyone online knows what kind of ship that was, could you let us know on YouTube and or iTunes? Or you can tweet at us and we'll give you our Twitter information later. And and I apologize. I wasn't here when you guys were recapping the the first episode with Fulcrum. But did you guys discuss the kind of theories that are popping around? No, but I I think he's a traitor. We have some other – later let's do news and gossip or whatever. And we'll we'll – Talk that, talk and we'll we talk some other stuff. We have other time. news and gossip yeah. this time too, so we'll we'll talk that in a minute. Um, so we see that ship uh, that she attached to, and Fulcrum's there. And right before they bring Sibo over, she tells him, "Hey, tell me, tell me what you know," because he says, "Like I know what happened to the parents." So boom! But there we go. So we know that Sibo's going to tell Hera. So the information's not lost. It's not and lost. That's good to know. Yeah, because but right before they left, Sabine said, what if you never see him again? You better th- talk to him now. And he's like, I don't care. And he left. I was surprised Sabine just didn't ask. Maybe <sighs> she felt like it was none of her business. I think she... But if, yeah. if they, you know, if they were legitimately, like... I mean, their plan was to get, you know, Ziva to safety right. and everything like that. So, yeah, why wouldn't she ask so the information wouldn't have been lost? Because I, I think... Sabine is still young too. I know she's older than Ezra, but I still think she's young. Yeah. Um. So she's in that stage where I think it's not really her. Like she, like, like you said, she doesn't think it's her business, but she also does, doesn't feel like she's um, has the authority has the authority to go in and like do that. And maybe that will make Ezra mad. Stepping something that's right. against his wishes. Whereas he- Hera is more like a mother figure. Yeah. She's a little older. She's team mom. And yeah, so she. She kind of has that. Well, power. And even the way she gets the information, it was very motherly yeah, exactly. and very nurturing. Right. And, and you know that she would deliver it to Ezra better than Sabine ever could. Yeah. So that's fine. 
And I feel like Sabine kind of knew that. Or maybe she even knew that Hera would probably take care of it. That it just wasn't her place. Yeah, it just wasn't her place. Even though Sabine seems to be lightening up to Ezra. You notice that? Like, she's she's getting a little onto him. Like, she's kind of got that either, like, now it's kind of like a close friend slash sisterly, like. She's warming she, up to him. Yeah. She doesn't usually call him by name. Right. She usually calls him or refers to him as kid. Yeah. And we got a first and last name drop this episode from her. Right. That's unusual. And not only that, but the way she's fighting with him about, like, him helping his life is something that only a friend would do. Yeah. Only someone that, like, cares for the other person would do. Because, like, a person that didn't care, yeah, they would just not care. I don't They'd be like, away. yeah, you don't, okay, have bro, those arguments. Right. you don't have those arguments with someone if you don't care. Ex- Zeb's not having those arguments see, exactly. with him. Uh, so that's good to see Sabine warming up. Um Imperial ship. I think it's like a Tiberium shuttle comes flying down, landing on the asteroid base, and the troopers all come marching out. <laughs> the Inquisitors there. Oh yeah, and I like they they roll in and they're all shining their flashlights, and boom, this Ezra and Kanan sitting there, and there's just like an army of these little creatures behind <laughs> them, and they just both throw their hands out and point at them, and like all the creatures start attacking them, and. It's like the stampede from the Lion King. Yeah, kind of. Just kind of like this is not going to end well. But then it's funny because one jumps at the Inquisitor and he just grabs it with a force and throws it away. And he's like, "This was your plan." <laughs> <laughs> like he's like laughing on the inside, like what a joke. That's <laughs> and, cute. And he goes, "You're going to attack us with these creatures. Let them do all the work." And Kanan like stands up and. Ezra sends, like, one more after him, and Kanan says, how do you think it's going? Like, <laughs> like, acting off cool. And then the, the Inquisitor just knocks it away with a lightsaber, and he goes, pathetically. <laughs> and you're like, yes, this guy is so hardcore. <laughs> Nothing they do. <laughs> then we get an epic lightsaber battle. I love lightsaber battles, you guys. Well, you don't just, so say. Good. So good. Well, you just, don't say. I, I really loved the lighting. In oh yeah! Yes. Not only was the choreography really great, but just the lighting because it's very dark, and just the light from their lightsabers mm-hmm. go as they're going back and forth. It's like, kind of like the um, well, there's been a couple of fights like that, like the Luke and Vader fight, very reminiscent um, of that. Yeah, but from the a- Anakin and um, Count Dooku fight. Remember that one's mm-hmm. very dark and the lights just in their faces flashing back forth, huh? But from an animation standpoint, especially 3D animation, that is incredibly yes. difficult to yeah. do when you have odd sources of lighting. And the fact that they had multiple sources that were constantly in motion and they kept, that's, that's hard to do. It was, it's it was pretty awesome. great. It's they managed very it. Impressive. And, and usually they're, the, like the last couple of lightsaber battles we saw weren't very long. And this one went, I mean, it still wasn't like long. But it was longer, and it it had it was a little more satisfying just to see them lightsaber it out a little bit, and you can tell that Kanan is throwing everything he's got. But the Inquisitor is so good, so trained, knows all of their forms of fighting. He's doing it with one hand the whole time. Yeah, he didn't even nope, have to nope, bust nine. out the, the no, double edge. No, he didn't even double it. He didn't spin it. He, eh, just taken. Eh, no big deal. Um, and can I say my favorite probably image from this entire scene is just him. Holding both his lightsaber and Kanan's, just mm. with the again the lighting and everything like that with the colors. It's right, so cool. you're right. I was about this. I was on a, this part was my favorite part. I actually laughed out loud. <laughs> uh, I'm not just saying it. I actually laughed very hard and paused it so that I could laugh and oh, write no. down this note because it was so funny. Do your notes just say LOL? They should LOL. He knocks down Kanan. 
Um, you just hits him with whatever with the force, knocks him down. Kanan falls over. He's like, oh, he's kind of like knocked out for a second. His lightsaber rolls away, and you can tell he's about to walk up and try to kill Kanan. And Ezra runs up and he uses the force and he grabs the lightsaber and he stands there like all awesome, like <laughs> I will protect you. And he's Honey, like, no. And he's and you're like, oh god, <laughs> what are you doing, Ezra? And get and you ready to freeze and, frame. And you stop to pop more popcorn. And because, he, uh, seriously, he points it at the Inquisitor and he's like, I won't let you hurt him or whatever he says. And, I mean, in the very instant that Ezra points the lightsaber at him, he just forces it out of his hand and <laughs> takes it. Like, I mean, so smooth and easy. It was ridiculous. Like, <laughs> Ezra just goes like, I won't let you... What? Oh, where did he and he's, go? And he's holding it. And he's like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, boy, that didn't work out like I had in my head. <laughs> that was so cool. Like, just to see a villain just so powerful over the heroes is hilarious like it's just funny because <laughs> usually you know i thought i was gonna see like like the inquisitor actually fight ezra for a second oh, please. and i was like oh god please don't make ezra swing that sword around he has no idea what he's doing like it would have been kind of hilarious if the inquisitor had let him try for just like a second and then just knocked him back yeah like it would have been kind of funny, i still but that's think it was better. it was I, way better i love that the inquisitor just has no time yeah. for him no and nothing. i also love that they're keeping it constant they've introduced the inquisitor as a very real threat yes and they have not undermined that no, and you'd expect them to because, oh, well, here's our hero, and oh, he's learning, and oh, well, he has a good source of power, and maybe he'll hold his own. <laughs> nope. No. He's he's too powerful for them, uh, and he takes them every single time, and they only ever get away by having some kind of little trick or little Kanan or somebody coming up with some crazy idea to get them out of it. <laughs> the so skin of their teeth every single yeah, time. Yeah, they're very resourceful, and that's the only way that they survive. So, And not to, not to like, kind of fall back on the, oh, you sly dog, you had me monologuing. But the monologue the Inquisitor gives as Ezra's backing up and he has both lightsabers, that was pretty cool. Oh, it was cool. Well, oh, and he and wants Ezra. He, he like, want, okay. Yeah, he wants him to join the dog. Here's a little, for, here's someone who, you know, has the I'm force of zero training. You, kid. Yeah. <laughs> here's how it's going to be. And now I'm going to adopt you and make you evil and it'll be great. Yeah, so because we'll rule the galaxy as guy and other guy. <laughs> so because your alternative is death and the death of all. Yeah, that's so, and I heard there's an opening where your parents are concerned. Yeah, yeah, there you, <laughs> you go. know that slot needs to be filled. So that's what he. Yeah, he tells him, he, and he has the two lightsabers. This is what you're talking about. He's walking, and half of his face is glowing blue, and half of his face is glowing red, and he's just giving this evil monologue of like everyone you know will die, your friends, all your will, friends die. will die, everyone you care goes, about will die, every, you'll be alone. Yeah, every. Okay. Again. Every plan you have will fail, you know? And he's like, this is it. This is the end. You're going into the darkness. And that's was like freaking out and like, no, no. And he's getting angry. And that's what he was trying to do. He was giving him one of those, push him into the anger so he can channel the dark side. Mm -hmm. That's what all dark side people want you to do is channel the dark side, tap into it. If, you, if they can make you go if evil. You strike me uh, down, I will become even more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Well, so not instead. <laughs> so no, he'd just be he, dead. Ezra, and then Pharaoh would be our main character. So it happens. Ezra channels the force. He gets so angry, he channels the force. And you can tell he's a little bit using the dark side there because it's a little more powerful and it, he's mad and you know he wants to kill him. I'm going to say more than a little bit on this one. Well, because I mean, his intentions were still good. But the his, road to hell. you know what yeah. they say yeah, about yeah. <laughs> intentions on the road to yeah, hell. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, Anakin's intentions were good. That's true. 
until he killed the young one. Exactly. <laughs> it's a slippery slope that slippery ends in slope. child murder. Well, I mean, Yoda, Yoda taught us that. Uh, anger leads to hate. Hate leads to what? Suffering? Yeah. No, hate leads to fear. Fear leads to anger. Fear leads to anger. Hate leads to, leads to, hate. Hate leads hate to suffering. suffering. Right, and suffering. Yeah. yeah Back to the dark side. That's bad. So, yeah, we've learned this before. Um, but Ezra <laughs> does say. it anyways. And he summons like the like must be like the brood mother of these things. <laughs> he summons the boss fight. Right. He comes out <laughs> raw, and you, you could tell it took it all out of him, and he kind of like passes out. And he, that thing runs over and starts battling the Inquisitor, which is distracting him. Kanan wakes up. He says, "Oh my god, no!" Runs over, grabs him. He says, "We're getting out of here." Gets his lightsaber. And they start taking off. That well, thing, the Inquisitor's fighting the thing with the double bladed swirling right. lightsaber and Kanan's. Just yeah. like yeah. Well, no, knocked, we're not knocked, taking it. It knocked Kanan's out of Did his it? hand. Okay, yeah. yeah. Knocked Kanan's out of his hand, and that's how Kanan got it back. Okay. And while they were getting on the ship, the Inquisitor did scare it away. He, like, slashed his hand and rah, scared it away. And then he threw his lightsaber at Kanan, which he always does, and Kanan knocked it away again. Yeah, and Kanan was able to grab his lightsaber yeah. in the process. Right, so he knocked his uh, Inquisitor's away, and they got on their ship for a getaway. And at, it was a smart move. As they were flying out, they blasted the Inquisitor ship, so now he yeah. can't chase after him. So they did. They bought themselves some time. Now he's kind of stranded on that place until they send someone to come get him. You know what else I, I really like about this particular villain is he's he doesn't throw a tantrum when things don't go yeah, his way. Yeah, he's always very calm. Yeah. yeah, he still carries... There's a lot of dignity with yeah. the way he carries himself. And he doesn't take it out on other people like some other Star Wars villains do. Yeah. My master will not be pleased. That's all he says, right. My master will not be pleased. Instead of like... Like you! This is your fault! Me. Choke, yeah. choke, choke. Yeah, exactly. I feel like in another show, he and Callus would just be at, his, at each other's throats all the time. Right, and right. it would be played for humor. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, when they're on their ship, you could tell Ezra something's wrong with him. Like he's he doesn't feel good. Like he feels like something's wrong. And he even tells he um, Kane, and he's like, "I saved us." And he's like, "Yeah, you saved us." And he's like, "But something feels wrong." And he and, didn't remember. And he either. didn't remember anything. And Kanan says, "Look, if your will isn't strong enough, when you open yourself up to the Force, you come you become vulnerable to the dark side." And that's what happened. He opened himself up completely to like just use everything he had, but his will wasn't strong enough yet because he hasn't been completely trained properly to how to resist the temptation of the dark side and the power of the dark side. <laughs> we all know the power of the dark side. <laughs> Although it's a little contradictory because Kanan told him, you need to let your guard down. Yeah, so, but you have to be strong You have to know what you're doing. Right, you have yeah. to know what you're doing, but you got to do that. So. Keep in mind that Kanan is not the best teacher. Kanan never made it past the Padawan. <laughs> True. <laughs> graduated. Kanan was in like school. fifth grade and now he's teaching a first grader and it's like I, I, arithmetic. Well, he was, he was Ezra's age. Uh, I think he was about Ezra's age. So yeah, he was, he was probably junior high, like early high school. Oh, <laughs> early man. Jedi high school. <laughs> That'd be a cool show. Jedi not really. high. Jedi high school. Jedi high. I don't want to see that. Um, <laughs> I, I do. <laughs> I would watch that TV program with Principal Vader and Superintendent <laughs> so they, so uh, they, Chancellor. They, they get on you. the ship. Superintendent Chancellor. Palpatine. <laughs> so now we have our end of the story wrap up. They get on the ship and, um, Ezra, you know, needs some time alone, whatever. Hera knows about his parents. We find out she knows, but she didn't say anything because they haven't had a chance to talk yet. And then we get a, a, a nice little moment with Sabine. She walks in and she kind of gives him a little talk. I'm like, oh, it's been crazy a couple days, huh? huh? And uh, she 
gives him a picture of his family that she recovered as a little disc real quick. Happy birthday. So, guys, we're running out of time. So, that's the story. It was pretty good this week. Uh, it was a good continuation. I want to do, real quick, I want to do uh, news and gossip because we have yes. some stuff. After Buzz TV News. Okay, Katie, you showed us something earlier today. Give us that news. I have to news remember and gossip exactly what about was. about the three or four seasons that supposedly Star Wars Rebels is going to have three or four seasons. They've already planned out where it's going to go, where it's going to end, and that after Episode Seven comes out, we may well have an animated series that takes place in the world and time frame of Episode Seven to All try right. and a give new, the another audience. cartoon. Yeah, because yeah. they have a set ending right. in mind yes. for yes. Rebels, right? And they have to because it's you know it's only so much time. It has a plot. Speaking of episode seven, episode seven teaser this weekend. Yeah, in select theaters, you should look that up online. If it's if you're watching this a couple of weeks from now, well, maybe you've already heard of it or seen it because who knows? They might put it online the next day or whatever. But if you're watching this this week, this weekend. Episode 7 teaser. It's 88 seconds long. We'll be in select theaters. I'm excited. I'm gonna, yeah. I think I might try to go to one. <laughs> and do we know what, for what movies? Is it for all theater? Or for every movie in said theater? I think it's every, every movie in whatever theater they have on their list. Okay. It's gonna be like right at the start of whatever movie. And we can find the so, list know, on the website. So you know, go see Hunger Games and watch the trailer. Yeah, or um, whatever. I, there's a list online somewhere. Okay. You can look them up. They have like, I think there's 30 or so theaters across the U.S. Um, so look it up. Maybe if you want to see a movie this weekend, there's a good excuse now to go see a Star Wars teaser. That'll be, be exciting. Ooh. Super exciting. And like I said before, guys, this show comes back January the 5th with episode 8, Path of the Jedi. Yeah. But until then, if you want to talk to us, you know, talk to us on iTunes, talk to us on YouTube, or you can find us on Twitter or wherever we are. Megan, why don't you tell them where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at the Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. And Katie, I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr at Kiaje. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on Sword Art Online, Z Nation, and Arrow, which has its big crossover next week. Ooh, yeah, crossover with the Flash. The Flash, oh, yeah, yeah, big two part. I'm two a big night Flash crossover. guy. I love the Flash. I've already seen it. It's so good. Big jerk. All right, I'm <laughs> I got to go to the screening. They <laughs> Thanks for me. joining us again. I'm Dylan Chance. You can find me on Twitter at Dylan Chance, or you can find me here on Sundays for Grim. But until next time, may the force be with you. And also Also with with you. you. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.